Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Caitlin Cracks the Code. I am your host, Caitlin Anderson, and on my podcast, I am cracking the code on all things health, wellness, self-development, and becoming the best version of yourself. I also have on some amazing guests and have a quick conversation with them, almost emulating if you were at a Starbucks, what is the one question that you would ask them? But this week, we are switching it up and doing a completely solo episode so you're only going to be hearing from me today. I love doing these solo episodes, and with the new year right around the corner, I figured this would be the perfect time to talk all about leveling up, setting goals, and creating a vision of how you want 2023 to look. Today is Wednesday, November 23rd, so I am recording a day early. I usually like to record my podcast on Thursdays, But tomorrow is Thanksgiving, so I obviously will be spending that time eating some good food, hanging out with the family, and celebrating that. I know that I mentioned in the last episode that hopefully I was going to be getting a customized neon sign that I'm going to have behind me when I record my podcast saying Caitlin Cracks the Code looks really cool. All that was the big vision I had for it, so I was hoping to get that. And it is confirmed I will be receiving that very shortly, probably within the next week. I am so freaking excited. I saw the mock-up of how it's going to look, and oh my gosh, you guys, it looks so cool. I love the colors, everything together. There's like a mic on there too. They did it perfectly, so I cannot wait to hang that up and have a whole podcast little section where I can record all my podcasts, put it on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. So if you are not following me on socials, go check that out because I'm going to be putting so much content up there and you'll be able to watch the podcast as well if you prefer watching over just listening. So I always like to do a recap of what I've been up to since talking to you guys last. I spent some time with one of my good friends who just moved to Arizona. So she is gone. Her and her husband are off on a new adventure, which makes me kind of sad because I hate that she's gone. She was a really good friend, but I am excited to go visit her. So I've been hanging out with her before she left and moved, but now she is gone. And I also, I know I keep saying I do this like every week. I feel like I've been saying this the past two weeks, but I did more Christmas shopping and more decor shopping. I had not been to at home yet and they have the cutest stuff. Like we already know this, but they have the cutest stuff out right now. And I feel like I finally found my Christmas decorating style because there's so many different themes that you can do. You know, they have the candy cane theme. There's all white theme, which I'm not into. I feel like I need a little pop of color, but it does look really pretty. There's just so many different themes of decorating you can do for Christmas. But I finally found mine, at least for the kitchen area. I feel like for the kitchen, it's so cute to do gingerbread theme, which is like the blues and the pinks and the candy and the glitter. So, I don't know. I just thought that was exciting. I've always been, like, very indecisive of, I don't know how I want to decorate, but the gingerbread theme was just so cute and just was calling my name, so. Also, something new that I tried was the garlic steak from Chipotle, and I loved it, but also it may have given me food poisoning. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Maybe it wasn't food poisoning. Maybe it was just a bug. I don't know, but Monday, I woke up, and... I hate starting on a Monday like this. I woke up and I'm, this has been years, guys. I haven't gotten sick in years. Monday I wake up and I am so nauseous 
And do not even think about coming for me saying I have morning sickness because that's impossible. I'm not pregnant. But Monday I woke up and was so nauseous, thought I was going to throw up. And I never did, but I laid in bed all day with a pan, just thinking like I was going to throw up. I just felt terrible. My stomach hurt so bad. So I was thinking maybe it was Chipotle that was a bad food, but also that wouldn't make sense because I had it on Saturday and Monday is when I felt sick. So if I had food poisoning, I would think it would be on Sunday that I would have felt bad. So I don't know. I don't know what it was. I haven't had a Monday like that in forever. Just laying around all day, not doing anything is so unlike me. I didn't know what to do with myself because I love being productive and getting things done. And everything that I wanted to do Monday kind of got pushed back. So it was definitely an adjustment, but obviously things like this happen and you just have to roll with the punches and that's what I did. But the good news is Tuesday I woke up. I wasn't 100%, but about two hours later, I was completely fine and ended up going jogging and went like three and a half miles. So completely fine by Tuesday afternoon. So I don't know what it was. So moral of the story, um, be careful if you try the Chipotle garlic steak. Don't know for sure, but just caution. Yeah, that's a little recap. Nothing crazy going on. I am excited for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Obviously, having some good food and being around the fam. And also, it's that weird time of year where it's so easy to start slacking off, especially in the past. I've always done this. Like, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas is that time where there's so much good food around you. It's so hard to stay motivated. And you really have to push yourself really hard if you want to stay on track and even progress. So I'm hoping today's episode gets you in that mindset to want to stay motivated and to start setting goals and thinking about the new year coming up. With that being said, today's topic is goal setting tips and all about vision boards, how to make one, how to plan one, all of that. So first I want to get into all of my goal setting tips and things that I do that help me work towards my goals. The first big main idea that I want to talk about is to get them out of your head. So you want to get all of these jumbled up goals that you have flying around in your mind all the time that are going to be different terms. They're going to be short term. They're going to be long term. You want to get them out of your brain and get them onto paper This also reminds me, I've been wanting to make a template for you guys to categorize these goals to make it a lot easier and set up a guide to where you can have all of your goals in one place and have all the categories with them. So that's something I want to work on. To get an idea though, you want to put all of your short-term goals together and then put all of those bigger long-term goals together. This is going to free up so much mental energy And it's basically like a to-do list if you have in your head of things you need to get done for the day that you don't want to forget. You want to write those down onto a piece of paper. It's basically the same concept. You don't want to forget about your goals. So you do want to get them out of your head and get them right in front of you where you can see it onto paper. So write them down, categorize them, get them out of your head, and put them in front of you. And now the next big main idea is you need to understand the deeper your why is behind a goal, the more likely you are to reach it. There's a great book that I read that has an exercise in it on how to figure out your why, and that is Millionaire Success Habits by Dean Graziosi. If you don't want to buy the book, I believe you can just Google the exercise and do it yourself. 
I'm not sure what it's called, but it's basically an exercise that goes seven layers deep. And I believe you just keep asking yourself why seven times. I don't remember exactly how it goes, but I do know that it gets down to the very root of it. And he explains it really well on how to do it in the book. So that's why I recommend reading it if you are kind of lost and you need to really pull something out of yourself and figure out why do you want this goal so bad. And if you don't have a deep enough why, then it's going to be hard to keep going. So that is a good book. I will link that in the show notes if you want to pick that up. I did the exercise and it was insane. I was shockingly in tears by the end of it. I just never realized what my why was until I did the exercise and I got down to the root of it and you can almost visualize your why and memories and things like that. So it was pretty deep. Yeah, it gets it gets really deep. It gets you in your it gets you in your feels a little bit. So I would highly recommend. When times get really hard, you're more likely to push through and keep going if you have a deep-rooted why. So that's why I think it's so important to figure out what that is for you. So for an example, if say your goal is to work out four to five days a week and your why is just to look hot, that is not a strong enough why. When it's cold and rainy and you've had a long work day and all you want to do is just watch TV when you get home, but... If your why is to live a long and healthy life or to be around for your kids, etc., then you're way more likely to go to the gym on that day, even when you don't want to, and stick with it. That's what I mean by you have to figure out your really deep-rooted why and remember that why, and that's what's going to keep you going. The next big main idea that I want to talk about is that you don't have to know the how As in, you don't have to have it all figured out on how you're going to achieve these goals. But all you need to figure out is the what. What is it that you truly want? I actually saw a TikTok on this earlier today and Oprah was talking about the number one reason people don't reach their goals is because they don't even know what they want. And I can relate to this so much because I have been a very indecisive person growing up. And I'd always change my mind and not really know what exactly I wanted. Kind of just like going with the flow of everything. Even though that may be a way less stressful way of living, going with the flow and not worrying about things. I have found that it is very important that you actually know what you want. And you have an idea of exactly what you're working towards. Or you're never going to get there. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to this because... You may just want to be a really successful person and make a lot of money and do great things, but if you don't know exactly what it is that you want to do to be able to do those things, then it's hard to get there if you don't have any kind of vision on that. So I believe the most important thing that you can do is sit down with yourself and ask yourself, what do you truly want? And that can be a really hard question to answer if you've never really thought about it. So figuring out what it is that you want is basically step one. Everything after that, setting up your goals and working towards it every day, that's all going to come after that. The number one thing you have to do is to figure out what it is that you want. And if you keep working at it every single day, you're going to get there. So figure out what it is that you want and then all the little parts of how you're going to get there That's all figured out along the way of working towards the goal. 
This has been proven to me over and over again with goals that I've set for myself that seemed so big at one time, but then they ended up happening. And I never figured out how I was going to do it in the beginning because I never know how I was going to do it. Honestly, it seemed almost impossible, but all I figured out was I really, really wanted to do it and I picked it and I focused on it every single day. And like I said, the how came along the way and these new opportunities started showing up and your mind starts thinking in different ways and you start getting these small wins that accumulate over time. And that's how the how happens. So don't fixate and worry about the how part. Just figure out the what. Once you figure out the what, then you're going to start breaking down this big goal that you have into smaller tangible tasks that you can do each and every day that is going to compound over time. And that's what's going to get you there. So for example, I'll just use working out again because that's such an easy one and everyone I swear everybody puts that as their New Year's resolution. If your goal is to lose 50 pounds, then you need to break that down into smaller goals that you can set each day that's going to get you to that big goal. So that could look like going to the gym, getting in 10,000 steps, staying on track with eating healthy, and getting good sleep. So it's all about taking the big goal and breaking it up into smaller pieces that doesn't overwhelm you and that's going to get you there with time. With these big goals that you have, something you really have to remember is that you have to be patient. Instant satisfaction is so relevant these days, but it's very temporary if you're wanting something to have longevity and to last for a long time. Like they say, great things take time. So you do have to be patient with these goals and just trust the process as long as you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing and doing your best every single day, not slacking off, not cheating yourself then you just have to trust that with time, it's going to happen. It's going to work out. With everything so accessible these days, it's so easy to be impatient and want everything to come to you right now in this moment. But most things do not work out that way. So patience is the key and consistency and discipline. So to recap on the big ideas for setting goals and goal setting tips, you want to get them out of your head, get them onto paper where you can see them, and they're not all jumbled up in your brain flying around these big long-term goals and then these shorter-term goals. So yeah, get them all down onto paper. Next, you want to understand that the deeper your why is behind your goals, the more likely you are to keep going when times get tough. So figure out your why. If you want to get that book I was talking about, I'll link that. If not, look up that exercise Just dig deep within yourself to figure out your why that's going to keep you going when you don't want to keep going. Next is to know that you don't have to have the how figured out. You just have to figure out what it is you want. You don't have to know how you're going to get there that's going to come along the way with working towards the goal. Just figure out what it is you truly, truly want and be as clear and precise as you can on that vision That's going to help you get there so much faster when you know exactly what it is that you're working towards. Moving on to talking all about vision boards. This I feel like is going to take your goal setting to the next level because you're going to actually be able to visualize and see your goals right in front of you. Instead of just reading the words, you're going to be able to see the picture. And that helps so much more with motivation and getting you to your goals a lot faster. 
First up, I want to talk about planning out your vision board. So before you even make it, you kind of have to start planning on how you're going to set it up and how exactly you're going to make it come to life. I personally like to do mine within a one-year time frame. I like to set up my goals that I'm going to put on my vision board that way. I don't do a five-year vision board or a six-month vision board. I just personally, what works best for me is one year. I like to do it for the new year coming up, so that's why I think it's a great time to start looking at your life and start analyzing what do you want coming up in the new year. But if you want to do shorter-term goals and do a vision board that way, you can do that or long-term. I also think you should have a variety of goals on there, but you also don't want to overload it with too many pictures, too much stimulus, because all this is going to do is just overwhelm you and it's going to look all jumbled up. And basically just a collage of pictures. This is a mistake that I made doing my, I believe it was my 2020 vision board. It looked nice, but it was absolutely huge, first of all. It was a huge canvas. It had so many pictures on it, and that's just way too much. It was way too much, and I have learned from that. And now for my goals that I put on there, they are the big main goals. They're not these small little things that I can just set aside and probably just make a note section on my phone of these smaller goals. And for example, if you are a little bit lost on where to even start with categories of goals, I made a list that you could start with. So you could do personal goals, mental goals, as in your mental health, physical goals, spiritual goals, professional goals, financial goals, and relational goals. So like your relationships with people, family, and friends. And now I'll give you an example of each one. So for personal, if you want to learn a new language, mental, stay off socials on Sundays, physical, gym five times a week, spiritual, church every Sunday, professional, so this would be in your career, get promoted, financial, save 20% of your income, and relational, catch up with one friend a week. So those are some examples of categories. And if you even want to go as far as writing all those out on your canvas and then putting all the pictures under each category, you could do that. I did not do that this year. I did that the year before, I believe, and that helped. But I like this year just making more of a collage and doing it that way. But you could do it either way. The most important tip I could give anyone when they're making a vision board is to take your time with your pictures that you're getting together. This is the most important part of the whole vision board is the pictures that are on it. These have to be so specific and feel so real to you when you look at them and almost be like a vision of the future that you're looking at. So you don't want to just save a picture of some random girl who has a nice body and put that down as your fitness goal. Because first of all, that's not realistic to look exactly like someone else. What I'm saying is take an old picture of yourself. If maybe two years ago you were in really good shape and you want to get back into that, save that picture, put that on there. And then even crop the date that you want to look like that by. Or step on your scale, take a picture of it. And if you want to lose 30 pounds, erase the number that it currently says and crop in the new number that you want it to say. That's what I'm saying. You got to go a little crazy with these pictures. Like you want them to feel so real and be yourself, not a random person. 
You want it to feel like it's you actually attaining these goals. It takes me so long every year to gather all my photos because I want them to be perfect. I'm super picky with them, but once I get them, it feels so good because they're all perfect. I feel like they're all exactly what I see for myself. So yeah, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to really take your time gathering all your pictures and getting them exactly how you would want them to look for your future. Now that you have all of your goals categorized and you got your pictures and you're ready to make your vision board, let's talk about the creation process of it. I personally like getting a canvas from Hobby Lobby, but if you want to get a poster, you could do that too. There's no set of rules you have to follow for making a vision board, but this is just how I do it. Then I will print off the pictures in color always. I feel like that's really important. You want to do color. And then I will arrange them on how I want them to look on my vision board before I glue them on. And then I will cut them out, glue them on, all that. Something that I really like doing on my vision boards is at the middle or the center of the board is my purpose that I write out. Or you could even do like a Bible verse. I've done that before. Something really important, something bigger than yourself that drives your whole life. So my purpose is in the middle of my vision board. And I'm going to read it to you guys. So mine says, my purpose is to inspire and motivate people all around the world to become the best versions of themselves. So that's what keeps me going. I also have a little cross underneath it because... Jesus is at the center of my life, so whatever it is that's at the center of your life that keeps you going, keeps you motivated, and something that's going to drive you every day, put that in the center of your board. This year, I also put words on my board that I want to feel like, so I haven't done that in the past, but I really like it, and a few of those are creative, positive, and consistent. So if you want to put some words on there of how you want to feel going into the new year, you could do that. Now, once you've created it, you are ready to put it up on your wall. You want to put it somewhere you're going to be able to look at every single day. And a lot of people have commented on some of my videos when I've done vision boards in the past. And they said that they're too embarrassed or nervous someone's going to see it if they put it up on their wall in their room. And I understand that. I saw someone say that they put it on the back of their door so that way, I feel like that's a really good idea. That way, if someone walks in your room, they're going to open the door and they're really not going to see it unless they shut the door behind them and look at it. So if you want to put it on the back of your door, then that's a really good idea. I had never thought about that for tips for people who don't want other people to see it if they live with someone. I even heard people put it in their bathroom because they shower every morning and they're always going to look at it there. So wherever it is that you need to put it, that you're going to see it every single day, put it there. Also, just because you glance at it every day when you walk out of your room, that does not count. You need to make it a part of your routine to go over to it and look over it every single day. This is going to keep you really focused on your goals. So if you want to make it a part of your morning routine to look at it before you leave, and then also a part of your nightly routine before you go to bed, so you're seeing it twice a day, that would be really good. And when I gathered all my pictures on my phone, I cropped them and got them from Pinterest and did all the Photoshop and all that and got them all perfect. So after doing all that, I also made a digital one too. So I made it on my phone and set it as my background. So you're going to be seeing it on your lock screen every time you look at your phone. So if you want to do that too.
So those are all my tips and tricks for goal setting and making a vision board going into this new year. I hope that it got you motivated and excited to set some new goals we're going into. I feel like it's going to be a really exciting, great year. I'm very hopeful for it. I hope everyone has had a very happy Thanksgiving. By the time you're listening to this, it has already passed. So I do want to remind you, keep working out. Remember portion control. Enjoy the holidays with your family, but also try and stay healthy as you can. And don't get completely off track because it's just going to make January 1st that much harder and you're way more likely to start restricting and go on some crazy diet. So if you stay on track for the most part, it makes life so much easier. But I do hope everyone enjoys the holiday and is not too hard on themselves. Also, I cannot believe that it's about to be three years since COVID first started. That is so insane. March 2023 is right around the corner and that's going to be three years. I cannot believe that. I know this whole episode is talking about big goals and plans for the new year and getting excited for these goals that you set for yourself. But also, I have to mention that a lot of times our goals that we set, they never work out exactly how you pictured them to. A lot of times they can be even much better than you could ever imagine. So just because you don't reach a goal in a certain way, maybe it's setting you up for a bigger success along the road. So keep going, keep working, keep staying consistent. And if you're doing everything you can every day, don't beat yourself up about it. One last thing I want to mention is that I have got to think of my New Year's resolution because I have been doing this for the past two years now. I think of some type of challenge. The year before last, I did no energy drinks. That was a success. And then this year, I have been doing reading 10 pages every single day. And I have stuck with that as well. So I need to think of my one coming up for 2023. If you have any ideas, let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, please rate and review it on Apple and Spotify and share it with your friends. And speaking of friends, if you want to make a vision board with your friends and have a vision board party, that would be so much fun. Plus motivating because now you have accountability partners. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Caitlin Cracks the Code. And I will talk to you guys next Monday.